Hey girl, hey, welcome back to Tia Pew Talks the Podcast. This is your host, Tia Pew. I'm a speaker, author, but most known as the international comeback life coach. Why? Because I teach women how to transform their life altering setbacks into a world-changing success story. And after over five years of homelessness and seemingly never-ending spiraling toxic relationships. I am on a quest to help women discover their purpose so they can turn them into profitable opportunities. To date, I have mentored over 500 women in the area of brokenness, toxic relationships, and online business. So whether it's homelessness, terrible relationships, or life-altering setbacks, or other tragedies, I can teach you exactly how to soar above it all and turn it into a profitable opportunity. I definitely do appreciate those that have been hanging with me since the beginning of time, coming back, subscribed over and over again to listen to me because I realize that you could be listening to anything in the world right now, but you decide to come and listen to me for a little while. So I definitely do appreciate that. And those that are just coming through for the very first time, I appreciate you too, boo. You the bomb, baby. (laughs) I hope and pray that all is well your way. Let me give you a little rundown of what's going on in my world. So if you know me, then you know that I absolutely love my mom. Yes, we talked about the fact that we had a couple complications last year and this year we've been to the hospital a little bit more than I would really like to have gone. But she had surgery about a month ago tomorrow, actually. And even though she's been recovering really, really good, we're not completely out of the woods just yet. So I would appreciate it if you continue to pray for her. Please, please, please. And thank you so much. I want to thank all of those that have been praying for her, those that continue to pray, and those that are going to start praying. I thank you in advance, baby. I appreciate it so very much. Also, this month, I went to Decatur, Illinois, which is my hometown for those that don't know. And I visited friends that I haven't seen since college. I saw family members that I haven't seen in years. And I really enjoyed myself, especially seeing my favorite girl of all time. Yes, my G-mom, my grandma. I love her so much. She is so funny, so sweet, and so nourishing. And she doesn't even try to be this. This is just what she naturally is. I love going and sitting at her feet and just listening to her talk and soaking up her wisdom. She's always like, why are you sitting on the floor? (laughs) She is so funny, y'all. I tell you, she cracks me up. But listen, I want to ask those that are in the Atlanta, Georgia area to come through and see your girl. Come hang out with your girl. Come through the Glambitious Atlanta Entrepreneurship Weekend. I am going to be one of the few panelists speaking on the topic purpose and I'm excited about it. I know for a fact that this is going to be a very impactful weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be absolutely amazing. And if you are in the area, you definitely should pull up on your girl. You can go to glambitious.eventbrite.com and you can get your ticket right now. But today is the last day to get your ticket. So if you want to come, you better pull up on that website, baby. And you better get your ticket right now. Be sure to connect with me on all social media platforms on facebook twitter instagram snapchat all that good stuff at tia p talks i look forward to seeing you on social
All right, so if you've been here before, then you kind of know how we do it. We get right into it. So today's topic is preparing for your future spouse. I'm going to talk about three things you can do while you wait. So very first thing, take time to pray for him. And if you are a part of the five-day Pray for My Future Spouse Challenge, then you know that it has been absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, We have been praying for various areas of our future spouse every single day this week, and it has been phenomenal. Breakthrough, life-changing, mind-blowing. So many different words. I can't even come up with so many. I can't even say them all right here. Do you hear me? Because it has been amazing, amazing. But this is something that you definitely want to make sure that you do while you are preparing or in waiting for your future spouse. You want to make sure that you are praying for him. Now, I know we've always heard that, oh, the man is the head of the household. The man doesn't need to be praying and covering everybody. But no, he needs a covering too. Don't neglect him and what it is that he needs and what it is that he may be possibly going through. Because a lot of people think, well, oh, he's the man. He can pray for himself. He got his cell phone locked. He don't need no help. He don't need no assistance. The devil is a lie. That's why he needs a helpmate in the first place. Because there are areas within a man that he just cannot fulfill certain areas and he needs assistance and he needs help so you need to be praying for him now don't wait to pray for him later or pray for him when you finally meet him you could be praying for him now because just like you go through things on a daily basis please believe you me that he goes through various things on a daily basis the enemy is attacking him the enemy is attacking you the enemy is attacking you all's union before you all even come together because the enemy does not want to see you all come together because he knows that once you all come together that you are going to produce something amazing in the earth because God does not just put us with our spouse for our own benefit he puts us with another person because two heads are better than one right two heads are better than one while I may be building a house all alone it may take me a year to get that house built if I have another person that comes along and begins to help me build this house then I could be done with that house in half the time or either just a little bitty fraction of the year's time so it could be four months compared to 12 months if I had another person two people are better than one but listen when I tell you that the enemy is constantly attacking that in the spirit realm before you even meet him the enemy is attacking that the enemy is doing everything in his life to throw him off of his focus to keep him from getting closer to you and he's doing everything in your life to throw you off of your focus so that you will not be in the right place at the right time to meet him or to see him or to become one with him because the enemy knows that his kingdom is going to be at threat that his kingdom is going to be almost damaged, tore down (laughs) when you all come together with your old powerful selves, okay? Because when y'all come together, y'all be praying and slaying and, you know, slaying demons and, you know, building ministries and, you know, 
pursuing your purpose and impacting people's lives with your stories and so much more. The enemy don't like that. The enemy does not want to see that go forth. So he's going to do everything in his power now to shut that down. That's why it's so important that you pray for him now. Pray for your future spouse now because when you see that you are going through something, you better believe that your husband, your future husband is going through something 10 times worse. Okay, 10 times worse because he is the head of the household. So you attack the head first. You attack the head first if you want to take the house down because the enemy knows that he is one of the most valuable pieces to the puzzle. So make sure that you pray for his mind. Make sure that you cover him in the blood of Jesus on a daily basis. That no harm or danger will come upon him. Make sure that you pray for his purpose and that he is confident within his purpose. Pray against the spirit of fear because I don't know about you, but I've experienced fear on a whole nother level. And fear can be very paralyzing and fear can completely stop you from going after what it is that God has told you that you're called to do. So definitely pray against the spirit of fear. Pray for his strength. Pray for, pray for his mind. Pray for his wholeness. Pray for his purity. Pray for all of these areas and more. As the Holy Spirit leads you in your prayers, just pray for him in whatever area that you feel connected that he needs prayer for on that specific day. You can pray for all of these on a daily basis. You can add more, you know, just continue to grow in that area of praying for him. Pray that God's will will be established in his life and that he will not have a deaf ear to what it is that God is speaking to him in this season and that he will pursue whatever it is that God has called him to do, that he will be in good company, that he will have people around him that are pouring into him and helping him along the way because it's very important that our circles are in alignment with where it is that God wants to take us because if our circles are in alignment with where it is that God wants to take us then more than likely we will be thrown off track we will be thrown off track by the very people that are around us and we call our best friends and we call our very best friends and we call you know on whenever we feel like we need something or we are sad or we're depressed or we need somebody to talk to so you have to make sure that you pray for his circle of friends as well because that is a very 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 important because as you know friends have uh have purpose in our lives and they can provide us with good peer pressure or they can provide us with bad peer pressure so to go out and go to the club and all these various things that's what they do then that's what you know your future husband maybe felt led to do because okay that's what my friends do so yeah I'm gonna do it as well now if he has friends that sit down and have bible studies at their house then okay cool that's what he's going to feel more led to do so definitely pray that he has um, a good circle of wholesome friends if not friends and family members or, you know, ministry leaders, people that speak into his life on a daily that keep him on track so that he can find himself in alignment with you eventually so that you all can meet up and come together. Also, make sure that you pray for his salvation because who's to say that he is actually saved right now? 
Who's to say that he is actually saved right now and filled with the Holy Ghost? He may not be. He may be right out here thugging. (laughs) He may be out here thugging. Who knows what he's doing right now? So make sure that you pray for his salvation and that he will come into the knowledge of who God is and how impactful, you know, that uh, God is and his testimony of coming in laying down his life for us on the cross and shedding that blood on Calvary's cross on our behalf and continuing to love us and to give us what it is that we need on a daily basis, okay? Make sure that you take time to pray for him now, sis. Hey, sis. Hey, are you enjoying the podcast? If you would like to create a specific prayer plan for your future spouse, then allow me to assist you. Come hit me up on Instagram at Talk so we can talk about it. All right, sis. So the second thing I want to talk about as it pertains to what to do while you wait in preparing for your future spouse. I want to talk about taking time to learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people feel as though they know what it is that they want. They know what it is that they desire. They know what it is that they need. But in reality, Some people don't really know exactly what it is that they need, want, or how they would like to be loved, okay? So let's talk about this. So sometimes we get in relationships and, you know, we get upset with the person or we get frustrated with the person because they're not doing things the way that we necessarily would like for them to or that we would want for them to. But you have to really think about this. Have you been clear as far as to what it is that you want, what you need, and what you desire? Because that is a very important piece of the puzzle. Because you have to be able to effectively communicate what it is that you want, desire, and need. And if you are not able to do that, then how do they know what it is that you need? So I definitely encourage you to take this time to really understand what it is that you like, love, and don't like, okay? Because a lot of people, they get in relationships and they feel like they know everything about themselves and then they find out that they really don't. So take this time to become content with spending time with yourself. Some people don't know what it's like to be alone because they jump in and out of relationships. Become content with being by yourself first and foremost. Get content with spending time with you, entertaining you. Understand how you like to be entertained and how you don't like to be entertained your biggest pet peeves, and the things that you can live through. So one of the things that I really encourage people to do is to find out their love language because that is very important. Uh, You need to know exactly how you receive love and how you like to be loved. So how do you find out your love language? Well, what I did is I went to Google. Google Alicia, honey. <laughs> I went to Google and I typed in 
love language quiz. There's a quiz out there that you can take and it'll ask you various questions regarding love, <laughs> of course. And it will ask you various questions about how you like to be loved, how you receive love, and also how you give love. And so at the end, it will reveal to you your strongest areas of love and how you like to be loved and how you receive love and how you give love. So these are very important things that you need to know about yourself. I believe there are about five of them. Um, one is words of affirmations. One is actions of service. One is receiving gifts. Another is quality time. And another is physical touch. Mine is receiving gifts is the number one. I love receiving gifts. I take that in as love. And a lot of people think, well, oh, you might be a gold digger or you're greedy or something like that. No, that's just the way that I like to be loved. That's the thing that I like. And if your spouse doesn't understand that, and if you don't understand that, then there will be a gap in there. There will be a gap in there. And then secondly, my my um, love language is acts of service. So even though these are my love languages, I actually like to do these things for other people too. So like receiving gifts, oh, birthdays. I go all out, like all out. I love birthdays. I love giving. I just love it. So I love giving and I love receiving. There's nothing wrong with that. Acts of service. I love doing stuff for people. I love, you know, creating experiences and adventures and things like that. So I love when people do that for me as well. So I want to be like, hey, look, tell me, be dressed by seven o'clock. We going somewhere. Don't tell me where we going. Just tell me, be dressed and what kind of clothes I need to wear. That's the type of love that I like. <laughs> so acts of service is another one and then my third one is words of affirmation so i'm just an overall affirmation girl period i love affirmations i love speaking affirmations i know that our words are powerful because proverbs 18 and 21 tells us baby that death and life lie in the power of our tongue so i love words of affirmation love 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 words of affirmation um and this is where the person is really just encouraging you and pouring into you and telling you basically how great you are, how amazing you are, how powerful you are in a certain area, how, you know, you have these gifts, you have this, you have that, and so much more. So those are like my top tier. Those are my top tier ones. But if you are a person that loves quality time and your spouse isn't really too big on hanging out or doing stuff together, then that could possibly be a problem. Your future spouse could probably run into some situations, okay? Or they can make an effort if they know that your love language is quality time. They can make an effort to actually spend more time with you and to love on you. And, you know, if they know that you have a love language of physical touch, they know that you need to be touched, that you need to be, you know, caressed, that you need to be hugged, you know, that you love all of these physical attributes or these situations, then they can put forth the effort to give you more of that and not just disregard that. So that's why I say it's very important to take the time to figure out 
what you like, what you don't like, and what you need to be able to thrive within a relationship. Because a lot of times we get in relationships and we give all of ourselves to the relationship. And yeah, it's like that. It's just crickets. You don't hear any thing you don't hear anything on your part telling what it is that you need because all in all you probably don't even know what it is that you need or what it is that you need help with so that's why it's important to utilize this time while you're single to find out so when you all get into a relationship or have your future spouse come along you can tell them exactly what it is that you need and it won't be a guessing game Have you ran across a moment in the podcast that you really loved? Well, share it with me on Instagram at TFU Talks. I want to shout you out, girl. So let's get back into the podcast. All right. So our third and final thing that I want to talk about is today as it pertains to what to do while you are in waiting and preparing for your future spouse is to really take the time to heal. Yes, I said it, sis. (laughs) Take the time to heal, baby. Do not rush from one relationship to the next. I know you've probably heard the saying, to get over him, you gotta get under another one. The devil's aligned the name of Jesus, and it can be further from the truth. Do you hear what I'm saying? What you need to do is really take the time for yourself and allow yourself to heal. Because first and foremost, if you've been one of those people that jump in and out of relationships, from one relationship to the next relationship, trying to heal, then you probably have a lot of areas that really need to heal. Because when you come from one relationship that wasn't, you know, the best relationship, maybe there was some verbal abuse, maybe there were some toxic things that were said, maybe it was just a toxic relationship overall, some manipulation and various things like that that took place. You need to take your time to heal from that. Because even though you say, well, I might be old, I'm over it, I'm over it. You're not completely over it. Especially if you still think about it. Especially if you still talk about it. You're not completely over it just yet. There is something in there that needs to still heal. And healing is the new sexy, my girl. (laughs) Healing is the new sexy. And there is nothing more attractive to a man than to see a woman whole and healed and ready to get into a relationship, right? So you want to make sure that you don't take any of your past hurt, your past pain, your past wounds, you know, into a new relationship. The last thing you want to do is to go into a new relationship, accusing this new person of things that happened in your past. So your last relationship, that person cheated on you. They lied to you all the time. They mistreated you. They talked down to you. And now you go into this new relationship and you have this new guy. He's nice. He's sweet. He is almost everything that you've ever wished and prayed for. But 
you don't trust him. And he hasn't given you any reason not to trust him. He has not done anything that will make you doubt anything that he has ever said. But because of that pain and that hurt and that brokenness from your past relationship, you're accusing him that he's lying. You're telling him that, no, you're not telling the truth. There's more to the story and all of these various things. And all in all, all you're doing is slowly chipping away at that relationship and chipping away at his heart and chipping away at whatever it is that God has destined for this relationship. You're messing it up, sis. You're messing it up, okay? So, I really, really challenge you to take this time to sit down, relax, chill, and heal. Because if you don't, you may very well possibly ruin the very next relationship that you go into. If you spew all of those pains and those past situations and hurts onto someone new. First and foremost, they're probably going to think you're crazy. <laughs> they're probably going to think you're crazy because they're going to be looking at you like, Girl, what's wrong with you? I ain't never lied to you. I just met you and you know you go into the relationship already angry and because you didn't get to take all of your anger out on the last person because they dumped you they left you high and dry now you have this new person and you are taking all of the anger and frustration out on them and they literally did nothing to you it's not fair it's not fair at all so I really, 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 really want you to sit down, take the time to deal with those issues and deal with those areas of trauma that you may have experienced because I'm not discounting it and saying that, oh, you can just get over this quickly. But what I am saying is you do need to deal with it before your next relationship. Do not take this hurt, this pain into another relationship and then expect them to heal you. No, you sit down, you work on yourself and you deal with yourself. It's not anyone else's responsibility to heal you or to deal with the past hurts and pains than you, okay? And a lot of times we hold on to stuff for so long so long years later and you're like well he did this to me and he did that to me and he well baby at some point in time you have to take full responsibility this person has moved on this person has grown this person has gotten married this person has kids this person has a whole family family photos family portraits everything and you are still over here super mad at this person and still hurt by the effects of what this person did to you. At some point, you have to take responsibility, full ownership, and do the necessary work, the do the necessary work to be able to heal and to be able to move on. It's time, sis. It's time. What are you waiting for? I want to see you totally healed. 